Hello everyone and welcome to this podcast. I'm Sid from the Manage Engine Log360 team, which is of course our comprehensive SIM solution. And today's topic is around one of the many reasons why organizations turn to SIM solutions, which is for meeting IT compliance regulations. Uh, we we are going to specifically talk about the PCI DSS today and and specifically focus on the log management requirements for complying with the PCI DSS. Uh, we won't go too deep into individual requirements, but let's look at an overview of some of the key log management functions that you need to perform in order to comply with the regulation. So the PCI DSS or the Payment Card Industry uh, Data Security Standard reiterates the importance of maintaining the audit trail of security events in order to detect and mitigate security incidents. Now, of course, the ex- the final objective is that we want to prevent the exposure of cardholder data, which is what the PCI DSS is all about. And one of the areas that the PCI DSS um, focuses on is log management, maintaining this audit trail in order to detect security threats and mitigate them. So, in fact, requirement 10 of the PCI DSS and also parts of some of the other requirements in the regulation elaborate on various things that you need to do in order to build an efficient process for monitoring logs in your organization. So as an organization, you must identify the systems that, um, you know, must come under the scope of this regulation. You need to then enable auditing for the appropriate security events and then collect all of these logs from all of your different sources into a central location, which is where a security information and event management or SIM solution comes into the picture. So let's look at six log management requirements that you need to perform in order to fulfill the requirements of the PCI DSS. And let's also discuss some important pointers to keep in mind as you go about this process. So the first thing that you need to do is log collection. That's how the log management process starts. And you need to start off by bringing in logs from the different systems that fall under the scope of PCI DSS in your organization. So some of the most crucial components that would come um, into this are your servers, your files and folders, your databases, other business critical application, uh, your networking equipment such as your firewalls, security solutions such as antivirus software, and you know anything else that you have in your organization that comes under the scope of the PCI DSS. Now, it's also important to keep in mind, what are the events should one track? So if you look at PCI DSS requirement 10 and go to 10.2, it actually lists down the following security events that you need to track at a minimum. So they talk about things like accesses or user accesses to cardholder data, administrative actions, accesses made to audit trails, logon attempts, um, you know, and a few others which are really common security events of interest that you need to keep in mind. So as far as log collection goes, two things that you need to do are ensuring that you know exactly which systems you need to bring logs from and knowing what audit policies to configure in order to bring in the right set of security events into your SIM solution. 
The second uh, topic, uh, which is important from a log management point of view, is securing the log data. So the PCI DSS actually talks about what we call log archival, which is maintaining the logs in a secure location so that in case you need to, at a later point, revisit the logs for, from a forensic point of view, in case you are investigating an incident that happened some months ago, that you have the relevant audit trail in order to carry out the investigation. So log archives, we all know, are important for that forensic investigation and backtracking of security um, attacks. And the PCI DSS says that you need to ensure that logs are stored for at least a year and the data must be readily available for your security investigations. It also says that you need to secure these audit trails and prevent unauthorized accesses and tampering of the log data because attackers often try to go and rewrite or tamper with log files in order to go undetected and not get caught when they carry out an attack. So make sure that you implement important technical measures such as uh, file integrity checks, timestamping and encryption of data and make sure that your SIM solution comes with the right kind of log retention policies so that you can meet these requirements of the PCI DSS. Now the third uh, function that you need to perform is reviewing your logs, right? This is to say that you need to actually um, analyze and visualize your security events and identify and follow up on any unusual uh, events that have been detected. So the PCI DSS in requirement 10.3 first mentions what kind of details do you, do you need to uh, extract from your logs. So as you know, logs have various log fields and the PCI DSS requirement 10.3 elaborates on what kind of details or fields you must extract from your logs. So these would be things like identifying which user is part of the log, the type of event, the date and time, the success failure indication, uh, the origin of the event, and the identity of you know the affected system or data um, which, uh, which has generated the log message. Now, what you need to then do is visualize all of these information Right? So you need to, now that you extracted these uh, pieces of information from the log message, you need to now visualize this and that is where dashboards and reports can help you do that. Right? So for example, you might want to identify um, you know, something to do with logon events on a critical server. You need to now run a report in order to visualize who has logged on to that server uh, in the given time frame. So in fact, the PCI DSS mentions as a best practice that you need to review your logs at least once a day, meaning you need to schedule reports and dashboards that help you on a daily basis summarize and validate all of the security events that happen. And if you identify any um, unusual event or a potential threat, you need to then immediately follow up. And that brings me to the fourth function, which is on identifying suspicious activities and anomalies. This is really the crux of what we are trying to do with the SIM solution. 
We want to be able to detect a security threat at an early stage and mitigate it before it results in a breach. So make sure that your SIM solution comes with the right set of alerting rules, correlation algorithms, and behavior analytics so that you can identify and follow up on you know, security events of interest. So in this day and age, uh, it becomes particularly important with the kind of advanced attacks that are out there to use robust analytical techniques using technologies like machine learning so that you are in a position to analyze your large volumes of log data and identify the needle in the haystack, so to speak. So as soon as an unusual event happens, it could be, for example, um, an access to a sensitive file at an abnormal R, you need to immediately get notified for such an event and you need to make sure that your SIM solution is configured to monitor the network for such events. Now, the fifth function that I want to talk about is file integrity monitoring. So file integrity monitoring is really to just keep track of the changes which could be accesses and modifications made to your files and folders. So when we talk about the PCI DSS, um, requirement 11.5 explicitly states that you need to deploy a file integrity monitoring solution uh, in order to do this, in order to track the file accesses, modifications, creations, deletions, and so on, and watch out for unauthorized actions. So make sure that your SIM solution either comes with a built-in file integrity monitoring component or at least supports uh, file integrity monitoring as a data source so that it can ingest uh, and process and analyze this data. So when you implement your file integrity monitoring, make sure that you are tracking who is accessing your files and folders, which file was accessed, when was the access made, and if there was a change, what it was. Right? This is the four vital W's, the who, which, when, and what. And this will now help you do a lot of important um, things from a security monitoring standpoint. As we already discussed, you can start generating reports to validate the changes made to your files and folders. You can receive alerts for suspicious events such as multiple failed access attempts. You can also detect using the machine learning and behavior analytics that we spoke about, you can detect unusual file folder activities that could be the telltale signs of an attack in the network. And finally, that brings me to the sixth and final uh, log management function, which is on responding to security incidents. So far, we talked about how we can review events and identify a potential um, cause for concern. Now it's time to manage and respond to the incident. So you need to make sure that once an incident has been flagged in your network, that it is investigated and responded to as quickly as possible to do damage control. So you have in requirement 12, the PCI DSS talks about some of the processes that you need for this incident management. So they talk about uh, how you need to monitor and analyze your security alerts, make sure that alerts get assigned to the respective administrators to investigate. You need to implement a proper incident response plan. Uh, you need to have you know, 24 by seven monitoring and personnel available, and you need to be generating alerts from 
your critical systems like your um, IDS, IPS, firewalls, file integrity monitoring and so on. So you can go through requirement 12 for the exact, uh, you know, uh, legal requirements for complying with the PCI DSS. But there are a few things you can keep in mind when it comes to your SIM solution. So this is where the idea of SOAR or SOAR comes into the picture, which stands for Security Orchestration Automation and Response, which is really about using your personnel, implementing the processes and deploying the right kind of technologies in order to have a streamlined incident management in your organization. So you can integrate your SIM solution with other IT tools such as help desk tools, make sure that all the data is properly accessible from a central console without the need to jump between multiple windows while investigating an incident and also use things like automation so that you can respond to threats um, automatically, at least take the first level of response to some of these security incidents um, automatically without uh, the need for human intervention. So make sure that you have these mechanisms, that you have these processes, um, you know, and, and these automations so that as soon as an alert is detected in the network, it gets assigned to the right security administrator. In the meantime, there is a ticket raised on your ticketing tool and the first level of response like disabling the computer or killing a process or it could be shutting down a system is automatically taken, thereby making your entire process more efficient and effective. So to summarize, we spoke about six crucial functions that you need to perform from a log management standpoint for complying with the PCI DSS. These include collecting your logs from the right sources, archiving and securing them, reviewing security events through dashboards and reports, identifying suspicious activities by leveraging the right analytics and raising alerts, implementing file integrity monitoring to track accesses and modifications to sensitive files and folders, and finally, managing and responding to security incidents with the right set of processes, personnel, and technologies. So thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you found this engaging. Stay tuned for more podcasts from us in our IT security podcast series.